When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I was a bouncing and a laughing as we rolled down an old dirt road. Daddy looking in his rear view, hoping that we'd just hang on. Well, I can't recall a time when I ever had so much fun. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 70 of the Always Race Day podcast presented by the Carl Auto Group, uh, the Knoxville Nationals preview on our 70th anniversary. Damon, how about that? That's special, isn't it? 70th anniversary i'm more amazed that uh that you've put up with me this long at least you're admitting that it's me putting up with you because i uh, i got that recorded now on my computer take that uh, yeah i was uh i was just gonna be the bigger person you know and be nice, but I guess that's uh, out the window already that's 10 the, seconds in. That's the type of guy you are, Damon. I think I, I really respect that out of you. It's one of the qualities that I saw in you when I decided to bring you along on this uh, miraculous journey to 70 uh, episodes, of course. Not years. But no, I think 70 years thank god i can't do that i'm i might not make 26 years who knows we've only had 61 knoxville nationals too so i can't imagine being 70 right now that would stink yeah sorry if you're 70 and listening but i don't know how big our demographic is out there hey if you're 70 and listening i want to know i want to know who you are you trying to get them on the podcast yeah i want to meet them (laughs) i want to know why they listen to us so uh, real quick, uh, today we are presented by the Carl Auto Group. Uh, if you're looking for a car, you've, hold, you've heard my whole spiel on everything around here. Uh, but if you're in the Midwest, if you're in Iowa especially, you know, go down to the Carl Auto Group, get yourself a car. They're as affordable as can be. Uh, they will not spray you with dirt. They will not uh, hose you down on your way in. What else, Damon? There's no TSA. The TSA does not live at Carl Auto Group. They don't have that there. So it's probably one of my favorite places to go considering all the things they don't have there. No checkout lines. Yeah, yep, no checkout lines. They don't have any of my public enemy number ones. So go down to the Carl Auto Group, get yourself a car and uh enjoy it i hope you really do and if you get yourself a car from the carl auto group tweet us post it let us know uh, and let us know what you thought all right all right should we hop into stuff 
Yeah, let's go. Breaking down the last week here. Uh, Damon uh, beat the crap out of me in our fantasy draft for the 360 Nationals, mainly because one of my drivers went out uh, on heat one, day one, uh, and I forgot that I picked him. So Damon texted me Friday uh, because one of his drivers didn't enter the race, and he said, can I switch my pick? And so I'm like, well, that doesn't seem very fair because I thought I was still in it. Yeah. I, I, I did, I did the math. I did the math. If we threw out Buddy Kofoid on your side and we threw out uh, uh, Shane Gullibick on my side, you'd still win, I think, because the other three made. Yeah, my, my other four made were the uh, – we're in the top 15 of the A or where three of the four left were in the top 15 of the A main and the other one finished 24th. Yeah. Well, three of mine, four were, I think in the top 15 of the A main, just one of them ended up uh, D maining. I think Ryan Timms. Who is your, no, I, I got that one, but who was your three that oh, I literally just threw the sheet away like five minutes ago. So the other three would have been I'm trying to figure that out. Yeah, the other three. Larson. Yep. Reitzel. I had the winner. No, you didn't. I had Reitzel. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to keep the sheet in front of me today. I literally threw it away because I knew I lost. So don't everyone think that I just forgot it. But well, you lost. So that's all that matters. Well, that's hey, that's all right. If we're doing a NASCAR playoff format, then we both made the final four. We're qualifying for the championship here. And uh, this week decides all. The only difference is I've got three of the four picks in the in the uh, in the championship race. If if we were going off last last one, I should take three of the four because I dominated. How many drivers do you want to pick each side? Is this well? Let's let's we go think- through, let's go through the week first, and we'll we'll okay. we'll both think about it. We'll present ourselves. We'll do the fantasy draft in the middle, and then we'll answer our questions. Okay. All right. So, so present the week. Yeah. Uh, so Thursday, obviously Shane Golubic in that big crash at Knoxville. Um, he ends up uh scratching for the rest of the weekend you know you go through sam hayford teep uh wins a prelim for the 360 nationals uh brian brown won the other uh prelim for the 360s whole weekend kyle larson not finding a lot of speed uh out of his number 57 car i'll get to my opinion on that as well and it's you y'all know uh finale night of the 360 nationals aaron reitzel captures his first 360 nationals he's a guy that started the year wanting to i think the team more so than him wanted to be more of a national open schedule team uh but i also think that after they got their fifth win at knoxville uh, and this is from talking to them but it was after it was the night they won two races uh, swept the 360 and the 410 show, and it was like their fifth win combined of the year. They kind of said, all right, like we're just going to be at Knoxville the rest of the season. So that was pretty cool to see. Aaron's awesome. He's a great guy. We're going to get him on the podcast someday, not next week, but one of these days. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a big night for uh, for Aaron. Um, I would say it's the it's the start of the return. Um, I, I just think with everything that has gone down within the last two years for, for him, um, 
having the the whole chassis thing go down at Roth after getting, I mean, let's be honest, he got put into a great ride at Roth that he was winning in. And then the whole chassis thing on the downslide uh, finds a, another deal. And really, I mean, it's easy to say early on, they kind of struggled at the beginning of this year. And uh, now going and winning the, the 360 was a big deal for them. And so I would say it's the, the beginning of the return and hopefully it's uh, up for up from here for him. You do got to understand too, how much pressure comes with that Roth 83 ride. Uh, a lot of pressure to win in that car, a lot of pressure to succeed. And I think that kind of drew them into having that uh, chassis penalty. I wish we had the podcast back and that was a fascinating week. It was an interesting when, when the stuff came out in the off season about what happened that it, with that chassis, like, yeah, it was interesting. So I think, uh, Aaron performed really well last week and he's one of my favorites to win Saturday. Uh, I think he's definitely a big threat for it and it's very, very talented driver and a super nice guy if you ever get to know him. So, uh, the thing about Larson 360, this is what I kind of feel like every time I'm watching 360s. Um, it just feels like the, the guys that are fast have a set up in a 360 motor that's dialed in and it's as dialed in as it could possibly be. Uh, and it, they, they got it right. They get the setup perfectly and that's that, right? But I feel like I watched some of these guys race like Kyle Larson, uh, Austin, Carson, McCarl, um, different guys that are buried in the back, you know, it, mainly the top five plus chase Randall, who rookie of the race, I think hard charger as well. He did amazing. We're in, we're in his shirt right now. Fantastic kid. I think like those six drivers just about are the only ones that got their setup exactly right. And the thing about 360 motors is it takes the talent and puts a cap on it for every driver in the field. You know, if, if there's a guy that wasn't passing cars that would normally be passing people in these cars, it's because the motor caps his talent right there. You need more horsepower. It looks like to drive like that. And I think it's less of an art and more of a, Hey, this can cloud your perception of who's fast coming into the week. And that's where everyone's going at Larson saying, Hey, is his dirt program? All right. They've been having some struggles lately, this and that. And I'd throw that out the window. And I think he uh, proved that on Monday night. Well, let's be honest. How many times do they run a 360 motor in that car? I mean, he already doesn't run like that those car. three races, right? Yeah. He, the, he doesn't run the car, doesn't run the car any other time without the 410 in it, I would say majority of the season. Um, I'm not sure when um, I believe it was like Corey day or whoever it was got in that car out in California. I don't know if they were running 360 out there and anything like that, but uh, yeah, he doesn't run a 360 often i think well and this is his first time running the the 360 nationals um i would say since he's gone into nascar yeah and i would i was telling my dad on the phone today like unless there's other reasons to it and i haven't been able to talk to kyle a ton this week he actually i asked him if he could talk after the race and he looked at me and goes 
I finished 11th. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> and all the questions I was going to ask, like, why, why do you come here instead of Peevely? Uh, what, you know, what do you take away from it? And he's, I wanted to hit on the, uh, his sprint car series with Brad Sweet. They're having their kickoff race next week. So I did ask him one question at the end about that. Uh, but it was all like, stuff that's kind of moot to ask about now. So I was appreciative that he still took the time. And yeah, I think your talent's just capped in a 360 motor because it just, it, the horsepower that you would gain in a normal line just goes away. And if you don't have the setup exactly right to maximize what that horsepower is down the straight, I feel like, and someone tweet me if I sound like an idiot right now, but this is like casually watching it feels like driver's talent just gets capped if it doesn't have a perfect setup in the car. I think a lot of it has to do with the amount of uh, the amount of times you're on that track in that motor. I mean, there's a reason that, you know, Brian Brown and, and Reitzel and Hayford Teep and all those guys will run double duty some weekends uh, just for that, that experience alone, because I think I mentioned it on the last episode when we were talking, what might be the possible holdback for Kyle. I said, it was going to be the different runs. Um, you know, these things don't have the the horsepower itself. And so the runs are going to be a little bit different and I have to, to utilize them a little bit different. And that's kind of how it panned out. Yeah, you know, every everyone knows when you get into the heat of the August summer in Iowa, the last thing you want to see is a different type of runs. Yeah, no kidding. That's no joke. More more ways than not. Damon I'm just going to leave it Damon at that. took that one to the cheek and just kept fighting. I love it. Um, uh, I've been on all ends of the runs. I'm just going to tell you that. Yeah. All right, uh, Sunday night, Logan Schuhart goes out, wins the Cavatani Classic in a uh, spirited fight with Donnie Schatz, kind of look like old number 14. And uh, contrary to kind of the entirety of the results of the 360 Nationals uh, that I kind of throw away, right? Like podium kind of matters, same with Cappy, right? Uh, Logan Schuhart looked great, but Donnie Schatz looked like old Donnie Schatz. And the fact that Logan beat that, I I would say Donnie has looked like Donnie at Knoxville um, per, pretty much the entire time. I mean, Donnie goes to Knoxville and can turn the season around. Last year was this – that was the turning point. You know, he was looking for, for his big win that he was – denied multiple times throughout the throughout the early portion of the summer he goes to knoxville runs second to larson at knoxville and then it, it wasn't but a week later and he gets he gets the big win to to join the club so um it it is a place that donnie has dominated whether or not donnie shots is having a good year or not he is always going to be in contention yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, I did want to also talk about uh, the Ironman 55. Brad Sweet gets his, I believe it's his first Ironman win. Am I wrong? Um, I'd have to go back and look. Damon's going to get the research team checking that one real quick. Uh, I want to make sure. But Carson Macedo had a really badass uh, last lap pass the night before. A lot of people blaming Marcus Dumsney for racing sweet so hard. Uh, 
I can see where the complaints come from on that one. Uh, but also, he Dumsney was like running like tenth, if I remember right. So I kind of feel like you're somewhat justified to race. I I understand that you know you're not uh, you're still a lapped car, but do they know that sweets? leading for sure i'm not i have no idea what's it looking like damon uh still still searching that's good i might have to cut this part hold on um all right uh got it here no no wins prior to um prior to 2022 for brad sweet so he picked up his first one Peavely is an awesome track. You know, it's pretty cool to, to see all the haulers coming into town on, uh, on Friday as I was leaving town, but, uh, yeah, what a, uh, what a show it was put on always. I, I was able to catch the very end of Friday's race with, um, that, that last lap pass. And then, uh, Brad kind of, kind of gave it back on Saturday for the, for the most part. Yeah, he absolutely did. Sorry, I just let up a huge cough. I'm all good, though. Just choked on some food. <laughs> Thank goodness. Right. Uh, he does. I will say he does have four wins prior to uh, the weekend at, at Federated Auto Parts Raceway. So, Yeah, so obviously a good track for him. Good for him to win one of those. And only his third win of the year going into the Knoxville Nationals. It's probably one of the surprises of the season. Yeah, but boy, he is getting hot right now. So um, if there's a a time of the year, and I I mean, we said it when he won, you know, a couple weeks ago. And uh, this is is the time of year that you don't want to let Brad Sweet getting hot, and everybody else has kind of faltered around a little bit. Sheldon's kind of fallen off. Macedo hasn't necessarily been what he was at the beginning of the year, and now here we see Brad kind of uh, taking advantage a little bit, getting hot into the month of money. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Monday night, last thing, uh, we went to the front row challenge at Oskaloosa. Kyle Larson came away as the victor there. Uh, Newsflash, folks. He's back. Newsflash. He's all good. He can still drive a car. Weird. Is the, that's, and that's that's pr- the prime example of everything is just in, a, in the 360 Nationals and looking at what you're going to do this week and who's going to perform. You really have to take those 360 Nationals and just tongue-in-cheek, right? Or am I They're using a whole right? separate thing. Yeah. It's a whole separate thing. I mean, yeah. it's a whole separate entity. It's a whole separate race. You can't, you know, that's that's like saying, that's, that's basically like putting, you know, uh, it's like putting AAA baseball head-to-head against a major league team, essentially, and, and trying to compare the two. So, you know, it's, it's very – it's it it's awesome because the 360 nationals have become a big thing and we're getting a lot of cars for it which is great to see but on the other hand you know you, you can't take a whole lot from that weekend to this weekend yeah 110 cars they outnumbered the 410 nationals it's crazy yeah uh, what, what i'm scared yeah. of though is the the purses and 360 sprint car racing are you know like 
I don't want to say they mirror USAC, but they're pretty close. And it's, uh, we've seen, you know, our buddy Eric Bridger tried to run a 360 for a while. And if you're not winning every race that you run, it's a lot tougher to survive. Yeah, no doubt about it. I'm guessing we're going to start seeing a little bit more money in that race in particular, just because of the great partners that are a part of it. There's a lot of good people that help put that race on. And, uh, um, I think with the up in purses going around the country at the 410 level, the the 360 nationals will also get a bump because of it. Yeah, just about everywhere in the country, uh, which is awesome to see the sport's really healthy right now. Um, 49 states, well, the better half of, you know, the 50th there, but uh, you throw out the city of Tulsa and yeah, purses everywhere going up, right. rising. So it's always awesome to see 175,000 for the Knoxville Nationals this week. But real quick, I want to talk about the foot race at Oshie. Dude, like that was the most fun I've ever had watching a dash. That is, uh, that's one way of doing the dash. I'll put it that way. Um, I have not ever seen a dash like that of sorts, but boy, that is, that's one way of doing it. And how about, uh, was it brownie that kind of that tripped over the line and ended up advancing on uh the, so the clip was uh kind of i don't want to, it wasn't clickbaity it was like it cut off the first part he was diving on purpose like he didn't like slip and fall someone was concerned that a driver was going to get hurt and i made the joke that like what if larson got hurt <laughs> mr hendrick is on the phone right now for you terry yeah, no but no, kidding. no one, no one was getting hurt there. No one was, you know. I thought that was unique. Um, we talk about the issue of promoting a one-off event or like a one-day race. Um, basically, I come from a background where every race is supposed to matter towards the end goal, whether that's a season championship or going into this one big race uh, or you have both a lot of the times but there's a lot of one-off races on in dirt racing that's like yeah we're just uh randomly gonna come run at this track for one night uh on this random weekday and it's like that's great there's a race that day uh something could come up of it where you know it's like a uh, soap opera tv show type of thing where like you know, this episode could have a part in the backstory in the next two weeks if someone gets in a fight at this specific race, I guess. But overall, there's not a lot of things that set them apart. And I'd like to see more of, hey, you come in, we have one race. It's not attached to a series, not attached to points anywhere. Uh, so we're going to do something a little different. And, you know, you have a foot race dash. That was cool. That was, uh, it sets the event apart. Um, it's a really cool event down there. And I enjoyed the hell out of it again. So I want to see, uh, I want to see moving forward, Terry implement uh, big wheel races. Yeah. No, if we could do that imagine every team has their own specialty wrap. I, I just think you, you, you give them, you go to Walmart, you get four big wheels. You do the exact same thing that you just did on feet, but let these guys do it on big wheels instead. Like a little rally cross track. No, no, let's not get, give me, out a, of give me a ramp in the middle too. Let's not get out of hand. We can't, that would get people hurt. How on a big wheel. Yes. Have you ever right. rode a big wheel before? Yes, I ripped big wheels, Damon. We're, now we're going to have to have a always race day big wheel race. Yeah, 
Yeah, we are. All right. The problem well, is you would you would still win because I I am uh, adding extra weight to the big wheel. Yeah, I, I skated so, off so my the weight. The my weight distribution kinda... is not going to be great. Right. The amount of hockey I play, like I I walk around and I feel like my legs, like my calf muscles, are like way too big and it looks really obnoxious. And I just play more hockey and then they just stay the same shape. So I don't know body self-consciousness or whatever the heck that term is. All right. You want to do our draft? Before we get into the draft, can we talk about some of the paint schemes that are coming out for this? There, there is some, I I don't, I don't want to say they're all home runs. I'm I'm trying to say they're very loud paint schemes. I'm, I'm looking right now at Geo Selzy's paint scheme and it's badass. I like Geo's. I was surprised with the coloring because you could kind of not see it in that video they posted. And I was like, oh, that does look like what I was imagining. Except it's got blue in it. I didn't expect blue to be in it, but there is. It's impressive. Um, I'm also getting Days of Thunder vibes from Carson Macedo's. Yeah, yeah. I tweeted that gift. Brandon Wimmer's uh, blackout dark purple is really cool. I would hate it if I'm Tony Bachoven and Johnny Gibson. Right, right. Absolutely hate it. I think you're absolutely right. Uh, the Bubbly Brands 39 car looks super cool uh, as well. Uh, I, you know what? I'll take that back. I think all of these look super nice. Just look. Donnie's at looks great. I like Donnie's car. The uh, Swindell's. 39 looks awesome. I mean, they, they've got a lot of, I'm wondering what, what we'll see tomorrow. I wish we could do more like, you know, we're going to announce this paint scheme on live on YouTube and stuff like that. Maybe we'll work with some teams sometime and do that, but yeah, you know, as long as they look cool at the end of the day, it's all that matters. All right. Okay. Uh, what? How many drivers do you want to pick? Well, we picked five for the last one, so we probably have to do that, right? I want to do seven. Seven? Yeah, and I'll give you the first two picks since you won last week. Well, then I get the first pick, not the first two. No, I'm saying you get first two, I'll take the next two, and then we can snake. Because that would be a five. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. You got something to write these down? Because I'll forget. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Okay. First pick. Uh, surprise, surprise. Give me the 57 from Elk Grove, California. Kyle Larson. So I get my second pick now too, right? Yep. All right. Then I'm going to take the uh, 15 of Donnie shots as well. Damon just going favoritism with his two favorite drivers of all time. Absolutely. 100%. Chase Elliott's not racing. So that throws out mine. Sorry. Right. I'm going to go, I'm going to go power heavy on my other two favorites that I thought would be really good to this week and go Carson Macedo and Aaron Reitzel. Macedo. Macedo's won at every track with the big three uh, races, and he's due to win one of these at some point. I think he's got a real good shot this weekend. Yeah. 
I like that. All right, so we got one pick now. Yeah, and then I got two in a row after that. Okay. Um, man. I will go Brad Sweet. Um, he's hot, and this is a, a great track for him moving forward. I I have a little bit of concern for their uh, big track program right at the moment, but um, I like I like Brad. I like what I'm seeing. All right. I should have wrote down my like draft order, what I wanted like right away. Well, you would have had all yours taken by now. Uh, in my top three picks, you took one of the top three. I got, I got my two. Okay. So I wasn't as concerned there. What I'm concerned with is that I'm going to forget a big name at like right now. All right. I think, I think I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to take uh, David Gravel and Geo Selzy. Okay. All right. So you went. All right. So I got two picks here. I think so. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to take my best friend in Logan Shuhart. Um, really like where they they are. He's always good at Knoxville. And he won on a big, big track to, at the beginning of this year as well. And, boy. Trying to, I don't want to make a mistake here and leave a name on the board. But Brian Brown. The guy always is in the hunt when it comes to the nationals. Right. You're absolutely right there. Um, Puts me in a weird spot too. All right. Um, I want a bona fide A main, but I don't yeah. I'll take the risk, why not? All right. Darren Pittman's absolutely making the A main. I'm I, I believe that. I'm not going to. He's been so that. consistent. It's insane. Uh, the guy doesn't even have to race full time all year and he somehow does it. And I'm also taking uh, Buddy Kofoid. His, uh, his first Knoxville Nationals. I'm picking a rookie. It's bold. It is bold. And this is your, you got your last two now. Correct. Okay. Well, I'll take one of them to be Anthony Macri. And, man, I don't know. This is a tough play. Hmm. 
Carrie Madsen. All right. Uh, my last one, I think he's driving really well this week. I've seen, it just looks like he's driving uh, his car very hard. He's getting results every time he's on the racetrack, and I love what I've seen out of him. Uh, so I'm taking Parker Price Miller. Yeah, I like that. CPM was on my list. Yeah, that's all seven for both of us. It'll be interesting. I'll do a graphic up tonight. I'll tweet it tomorrow. Yeah, I, I, that that was one guy that I had on my list that I was debating between with Madsen, uh, James McFadden, and PPM. Um, we still left some. We left some big names out there, no doubt. But um, those are those are some interesting. Those are some pretty good lists. All right. Um... We have got our questions to get to now. Okay. And then we're going to send everyone off. I also think for how we're going to score that, I think we should just count like fifth place. The first B main non-transfer is like 25th and the second one's yeah, 25th. Yeah. 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 It's I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one through twenty-four, and then it's one. Because I feel like I feel like all those guys are going to make it, and then maybe one or two I agree. Might be in the B. So I agree. All right, let's get into them. Um, we have: Do you scout out the best places to eat off the ground? Sneak in. Uh, place to sneak in the air conditioning or even have to use the restroom. Those things are important to me when it's hot out and I've had a few. Oh, don't underestimate the power of drunk Connor trying to find a bathroom. That's I'm very good at it. You kind you got to like, just use your senses, but yeah, if you think you got to scout it out, that's fair. I think Knoxville is pretty easy to operate around as far as the, concourse goes there's a couple of bathrooms they don't have ac uh the ticket office does have ac so you could go in there and ask them where your tickets are at if you wanted to sneak <laughs> don't actually do that i feel like someone in Knoxville might, might listen to that and be like don't encourage people to just stand in there right um uh, best places to eat off the grounds easily right next door to the grounds uh the rib shack that's my go-to place I'm going to find a food joint in every town that I go to. So you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the barbecue pulled pork nachos are back with that food truck. Oh yeah. That, that Q and on food truck. Mm -hmm. Or I guess it just makes emphasis to the letter Q. Right. Jury's still out. Also, uh, Kirstie's, uh, in there, uh, I'm blanking on Kirstie's last name, Peterson. My goodness. <laughs> Uh, checkered flag concessions, awesome concession stand food. The spicy chicken bites are great. Right. I'm answering the question though. This is off the grounds. This isn't at the track. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You well, you cheated and you had the question right in front of you. He did say you should, off the grounds. You, you should get the questions in front of you. You'll have a better idea. I'm not doubting the concessions at all. The concessions are some of the best around, uh, but off the grounds easily, 
rib shack, in my opinion. There's a Mexican place that gives you free chips and sauce when you sit down. Great place in Knoxville. That's like 95% of the Mexican joints I've ever been to. I think. I, why do you think I like the food so much? I think Taco Bell is the only place that I go to that's Mexican that doesn't give you free chips and salsa. It's basically this. It's basically a chain restaurant, but they're not all affiliated. Basically, if they all band together against a common enemy, they would run the world, Damon. You're right. I'm not, and, we'd yeah. have, and we'd have great food and Taco Tuesday be covered. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, this is a tough one, and I still I had all day to think about it. Uh, there will be a big name, top six or seven favorites who has major issues this week. Pick who it is. Do we have to pick someone from our list then? I, we almost have to, right? I'm picking someone from the team for sure. <laughs> I don't know, Macri or Shuhart? Yeah. Pittman, maybe. I mean... I don't like I don't like that question because there there's no rhyme or reason to why some of these guys would have a bad night. They could get caught in a rack, something could break. Right. Uh, I guess I guess mine for this is uh I would say Macri or Geo. I would say Geo just You think not necessarily not necessarily um because of of like lack of experience deal but still it's kind of a lack of experience kind of thing if that makes sense no actually like that's probably the least making sense making you've had on this episode okay you said you said it's not lack of experience but it is yeah it's He's a 360 a nationals title winner I, I get that all right but you know there's some things that that just this one is a little bit different the butterflies fly a little bit different in this one. All right, that's fair. All right. Um, also, pick a driver who isn't expected to make the A main, but will. Ooh, that's a good one too. I should have looked that yeah, one. Yeah, we go back to the entry list. <laughs> we'll put more uh, preparation into later podcast episodes. We were too busy celebrating the 70th anniversary today. Um, somebody that won't that should. No, no, no. That someone should, that isn't that expected. Yeah, someone that isn't expected to that will. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Isn't expected to that will. Is Terry McCarl not expected to? That's a good question. I think you could throw him in, yeah. I mean, that would be that would be a guy that I would say he's, you know, not expected and will. Um I would say a guy like Justin Henderson is another oh, one. That I expect is, I expect Justin too, but that's me. You're you're also a homer though. Like yeah, I, I'm. I like Justin. I'm buddies with Justin. He's a he's a fantastic dude as well. If you don't, if you've never talked to him, that guy is very very intelligent. Um, not much of a jokester per se like he's not going to dominic sells you it's not gonna be that type of conversation but right. if you want to learn something i learn something every time i talk to justin so yeah i would i would say a guy like like justin um that, that's a tough question oh i got i'm sorry i got my answers yeah, what do you yeah. got? I'm just going to completely pander to Australia and take my boys uh, Lockie McHugh and Marcus Dunsey. 
I like it. I think they've been really good uh, representing that country. Also, if you didn't, if you don't expect Corey Day to, he's been ripping it lately. Right. I talked to him last night. I'm very impressed with how quickly he's adapted to big tracks out here. He's, he's out of California, by the way. I just want to. Right. Yeah. Right. I'd also throw Chris Windham in the mix. Guy's not a, oh, yeah. a lot. Of, he's not got a lot of uh, wing experience, but boy, this is what year three, four now going to to the Nationals with with that team. So, um, I would I would say Windham's got a good shot. Blaine, I think, made a segment for us there. A couple of great questions. Yeah, very good. Very good. I do want to also uh, shout out to uh, Kenzer. Um, Kenzer, I'm not looking at your last name right now, so I'm going to pronounce it as Houlihan, uh, like uh, Patches O'Houlihan from Dodgeball. Uh, but that's just because I see the H and I stop looking at it. <laughs> I'm not looking at your name right now, but I uh, met him and uh, his buddies last night at Oski, uh, and they were fantastic. So I uh, appreciate y'all saying hi. Anyone feel free to. Um, let's get to the last two, right? Dylan, yep. uh, my buddy Dylan Kuhn went to the SRX race last year and worked there for uh, KCCI and got heat stroke. Uh, so good reminder to everyone to uh, just drink your water. <laughs> yeah, drink water. Um, I think they have that liquid IV station. Um, if you yeah. have the expendable funds and want to go get some of those, you know, go for that. I ha- I've never tried that. Have you? I've not tried it. I don't plan to try it. I heard some bad experiences from a buddy who tried it. Needless to say, he didn't drink a lot of water as well, but there's that. He drank other liquids. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure what really like goes into it. I know a lot of people like loved it and said it like gave them like a burst of energy, but I'm wondering what they were oh, yeah. drinking before that. And if it was exclusively Bush lights or what, cause yeah, I assume if you get some, if you get some extra electrolytes in your body uh, while you're drinking beer, like, yeah, you're going to feel pretty good. Yeah, you should. So, I don't know what, I don't know what that's what goes into it. Uh, Eric Bridger, our buddy, uh, pace pro driver, uh, always race day car team, team ARD. He says, uh, over under on how many beers Connor drinks this weekend. Damon, I'm leaving this up to you. I want you to set the over under. I'm going to set this is going to be a big number and realize that realize that Friday night is going to be a big number, uh, compared to Wednesday and Thursday. And, I still don't know what I'm going to do Saturday night. So here's okay. It's a big number. Are you prepared? Uh, no, because it's going to make me look really bad if it's too big. It's a big. No, it's not that big. It's reasonable. All right, all right, go for it. It's for four days. It might be a. It, it'll I, be I'm, go, I'm going to go. I'm going to go pretty easy Wednesday and Thursday. Well, I'm just telling you, for four days, it's on the edge. All right, and here, here we go. You got me. I got you. Are you sure? I think I know what number you're going to throw out. 69. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm definitely taking that under. Hey, I'm telling you, Josh has already said over. I will be lucky. To, I will be lucky to take down one third of that on Friday night, and I'm going to go easy the two nights before that. So, no. You think no, I'm going to no. walk out of Nationals and drink 35 beers in the two hours I get of drinking time before people are packing up? Yeah. All right. You sat you sat here and drank twenty. I would after I would uh, outlaws race in, in Lake Ozark. Yes, we did do that. That was fun as hell. Uh 
I didn't drink. Yeah, I, might, I might have. I don't know. I, we we cruised through the case. That, that was the night that Ty Gibbs threw, threw his helmet, right? Yes, it or was. Punched, yeah. Oh, man. Um, he punched with his helmet on. Yeah, I, okay. I think I think a realistic over-under is like 38 and a half or 36. Yeah. Um, all right. I'll set a number. I'll set a, a real number. I just want to set up that one because I thought. As the the buildup that kept going, I was like, he's going to pick 69. Yeah. A <laughs> uh, reasonable number. It's 24 is a case. Let's go. Th- mm, reasonable number. <laughs> 39 and a half. I like it. All right. All right, so 39 and a half. All right. I think that's, I that's, that. that's basically a case and a half. Yeah, I think, well, it's almost about oh, case, yeah, and case and a half. half. All right, case and a half. Yeah. All right. Oh, case and three quarter. I can, I can bet the over. I, I can bet the over on that. They always say bet on yourself. And I've done that in my life period. All you got to do is put 40 down. Yeah. No, I agree with you. All right, oh. Eric. Eric, if you're listening, you got to help me out, buddy. No, also, it's you. It's you. You only. Yeah, as in bring me some beer. Oh. After the races. Gotcha. If, yeah. y'all, if y'all see me walking around Pit Road and our story's posted, give me a, get a beer in my damn hand. Or do it before it's posted. Well, I will, I will Venmo you handsomely if you just walk up to me and give me a beer. I would, More than likely yeah. overpaying for stuff. I would... Uh, personally just personal experience personal preference here i would like to see connor's story uh friday written after the party ends oh man uh we'll be in uh turns three and four friday night just so y'all know i just want to see that one yeah uh <laughs> I'm turn. We're turning that into a new tradition. Uh, me and Josh decided that last year after we went down there. We went down there with like four beers each, and then we were ending up like buying. Yeah, how'd that go? Well, we didn't realize so many people were down there. I had just been told uh, by a couple guys, "Hey, like, come down. We're just chilling, and it's like the biggest party in racing." I'm sure it's not. I'm sure there's bigger ones, but that. there's still a lot of yeah, a yeah. lot of people down there. Right. Right. It'll be fun. I'm I'm amped for it. What days are you going to be at the track with me? Uh, For sure. Tomorrow, Wednesday, I plan to be there Wednesday for sure. And then I'm not exactly sure after that. Cool. We'll figure, we'll figure stuff out. Uh, I'll bring the mic. I don't want to promise a podcast every night because we don't have a, we're going to have an RV in the future. Just putting that out there. It's not an announcement. It's just like a life goal thing that I make happen. I, well, I don't have, you know, there's a new hockey stick I want to buy, and uh, that's about priorities. it. Well, priorities. I'm just saying, like, the list of things that, like, I'm going after in my life, like, the RV is pretty, uh, pretty stagnant at where it sits, and when I get enough money, I'll get one. And, like, I'm not going to buy a new car. My car's fine. So uh, RV just seems like priorities, but we'll have, we'll have like a camp spot in the future. Um, but we don't this week. So I don't want to like bank on trying to find a place to podcast every night and trying to 
get that all set up but if something happens and we can do it we we absolutely will and uh we'll give you guys our best this week and we appreciate y'all uh for following along you got anything else to send them off with no uh exciting weekend always fun um no matter no matter where you're watching it from whether you're watching afar watching from the stands or watching from the infield it is a uh it's always a spectacle and it's always fun biggest biggest damn race in uh third track racing let's uh let's go do it y'all uh y'all enjoy your weeks we're gonna have one ourselves all right appreciate it